Gitner of Shabbos, we continue our 15 minutes of getting ready, of transitioning from the hustle and bustle of the week into the Kedusha, the sanctity, the holiness of Shabbos. It's not something that can happen in a rushed or chaotic fashion, but as we've been devoting ourselves to turn and transform Friday into just another mundane day, to transform it into a sense of an Erev Shabbos, suggesting every week a new idea from setting the table Thursday night. This week we suggested to having an Erev Shabbos playlist listening to music of Shabbos Miro, Shabbos tune, Shabbos songs, to transform and to be able to extend Shabbos, not to have to wait for the sun to set, but to be able to do Tosef Shabbos, not only the halachic definition of extending or adding to Shabbos, but the, the uh, symbolic spiritual definition of waking up Friday, the entire Friday, being Bebechinas, having the experience of an Erev Shabbos. So we've been learning the Nesim Shalom, the Slanam Rebbe's beautiful essays about Shabbos, and he drew our attention to the Gemara in Baba Kama Daf Lamed Beis. But the Gemara there quotes Chazal that Rotz v'hizik es chaveiro moda isi be'erev Shabbos ben Hashmasha shu poter neshirat spirshus. If a person is running and they damage another, if the running happens on Sunday through Thursday, so adamu ad laolam, a person who damages another person, whether intentional or unintentional, but a person is responsible. They're liable for the own damage that they caused another. The exception is, according to Isi, Erev Shabbos, Ben Why? Because you're rats, you're running, Birshus, with permission. So the simple understanding means that on Erev Shabbos, what is a person occupied with? You're running, you're getting ready, you got a table to set, you got a shower, you got to change, you have to get ready. You have to get ready for Shabbos. So since you're doing it Birshus, it's part of a sacred activity. It's the preparation, it's the hachana. It's the person who is putting in the effort, the Toreach Be'er of Shabbos, so they can be Yochel B'Shabbos. So since they're doing it, Bershus, they're doing it with permission, therefore it is an exception. But the Salam Rebbe is going to quote that that's not at all what the Gemara means. And he quotes the Marsha. We, the Jewish people, we're all royalty. We come to Shabbos, we spoke about last week, the story of Rabbi Soloveitchik in Warsaw, where he saw that poor peddler who on Shabbos with the Bekesha that had more holes than it had fabric looked like royalty, like a king, like a prince. He didn't recognize him, even though he had the same poor clothing. But during the week, you walk around with a vachadik upon him. You're worried, you're anxious, you're downtrodden. Shabbos, Shabbos, there's no worry in the world. It's me'in olam haba. He didn't recognize him. Shabbos, we're all b'nei malachim. We are real princes. We're real children of royalty. We're not trying to disown or disavow or run away from our royal background. We're not trying to be mere citizens, but we embrace proudly that we are b'nei malachim. The Shabbos comes and we experience royalty. And that's what the Gemara, the Marsha understands, the chassan goes out to greet the kala. The chassan walks down the aisle first. He's under the chuppah. It's become more popular in recent times. The kala comes down. She says goodbye. She says goodbye to mommy, goodbye to Abba. Not really goodbye. They still have to pay for the rest of the wedding, but goodbye for the moment. And the chassan comes down the steps out of the chuppah and escorts his bride back up under the chuppah. Shalom 
So what is the similar, what is the metaphor? This notion of a greeting, of going out, of welcoming, of drawing in, is the image of the chasen who's going out to welcome the kala, or is the image the kala who's running, who's rushing, who is moving to be able to be under that chuppah? And he says, says the Masha, in the second understanding of Rabbi Yana's interpretation, it means the images of the kala, who's rushing to get under the chuppah. And the reason we have a double language, boy kala, boy kala, boy kala under the chuppah, and then boy kala after the wedding to base Balech, she's going to her husband's home. So the boy kala, the double language is because the imagery is not of a chassan going out, but the imagery of the kala coming in. Listen to what the Salaam Rebbe says next. So beautiful. Listen to how Rabbi Nechananel understands that Gemara Babakam Alamid Beis. My Birshus, what does it mean that if you damage because you're running and you're rushing and you trample and you break something during the week, you have a liability because Adamuad Laolam. But on Erev Shabbos Bein Hashmashos, if you're rats, you're rats Birshus, you're running and you're running with the permission, what does that mean? Therefore you're exempt, therefore you have no liability, says the Rabbeinu Hananel adds a word. The Gemara never talks about the fact that the person who damaged did so because they were dancing, because they were moving, they were shaking, they were dancing. The Gemara says that rats v'hizek es chavero, if it's Erev Shavuz b'en ha'shmash ha'shepata, rats b'rashus, there was no use of the word merakeid. Rabbi Nechananel added the word merakeid, dancing. Why? Mishum demashmos ha'gemara da'aratz b'rashus b'erev Shabbos kashur b'davka l'Rabbi Chanina. Lo ratz b'rat b'deshe tzorach l'hizdarez l'hachin tzorach ha'shabbos k'deshe yuch ha'lakab ha'shabbos b'ita el'ayri b'kabal ha'shabbos atzma da'ayinu sh'aratz b'rashus ha'yabirikud sh'alachnasos ha'shabbos. Such a beautiful interpretation of Rabbeinu Hananel. The Gemara does not mean that you're behind schedule and you're late as usual and none of us understand if Shabbos is at 4 o'clock, you're running late. If Shabbos is at 8 o'clock, you're running late. If it's anything in between, you're running late. No matter when Shabbos is, we have the tendency to run late. That's inexcusable. That's intolerable. That there's no exemption if you end up damaging another. Says Rabbi Nuchananel, what it means to be Ratz Bershus, what it means that you were running and rushing on Erev Shabbos is not to get ready that you should have been more organized and more disciplined to have done already. Says Rabbi Nuchananel, what it means is Merakid. The Ratz, the running is not because you're late. You were already. Table was set Thursday night and you were showered and shaved and dressed and ready to go a couple hours before Shabbos. So why are you rats? Why are you running bin ashmashos? What the Gemara means says Rabbeinu Hananel is, you were dancing. It's Kabbalah Shabbos. Who is not moved to dance in Kabbalah Shabbos? All of you. But who is not moved to dance in Kabbalah Shabbos? A person should be so excited. We're about to taste me'en olam haba. I don't care who you are, no matter how good your life is, everyone has challenges and trials and tribulations of the week. Doctor's appointment, grief and loss, financial challenges, agmas nefesh with children. Just to be alive, just to be awake. There's nothing. If everything's going so well, you just have anxiety that it could turn on a dime, that you could lose it all in a moment. For everyone, there's something to worry about. Come Shabbos, it's a taste of the world to come. We take all of our problems and all of our challenges, we take all of our worries and we put up on a shelf and 25 hours later, we'll take it down after Abdullah, it'll be there waiting for us. But for 25 hours, we disconnect. 
And we don't care about the news or the stock market or sports. We don't care about the weather. We don't care about the world. We retreat. And for 25 hours, we disconnect in order to reconnect to our souls, to our essence, to our core, to our core values, and to the core people in our lives. And those 25 hours, this is the tachlis of Maisa Barashas. As we keep saying, it's not that I rest on Shabbos so I have the energy to go live another week. I worked the whole week in order to arrive at the serenity and the beauty and the tranquility and the holiness and the sanctity of Shabbos. So what does it mean to be rats? The reason that you have an exemption. If you end up knocking something over, if you end up pushing someone over because you are moving so swiftly, because you are moving with such enthusiasm, not because you're running late, that's not what the Gemara meant, says Rabbi Nachanano. He inserts the word merakeid because you can't wait for the Shabbos. You've got to bounce in your step. The reason that you hurt, you damage someone for which you're exempt is because you were dancing. You were hopping and bopping. Kabbalah Shabbos was being sung and you were clapping and you weren't looking at a clock and you weren't counting down and you weren't comparing it to other weeks, but rather you were just being moved. You couldn't stand still, so excited for another 25-hour reprieve and place of refuge, of disconnect to connect, of me'ain olam haba. That's what it means that you're ratz shus, not permission because you're allowed to run late on Arab Shabbos, but you're running because you're meraki. You have to understand for Rabbeinu Hananel, for our great rabbis of the Talmud, the excitement, the enthusiasm was not to make Havdalah and wait for Shabbos to end. You weren't dancing as the sun was setting and soon you could go back on your devices and reconnect to the world and go out for your Saturday night excursion. That wasn't when you were dancing when Shabbos ended. That was sad. You extended Shabbos as long as possible. When were your feet moving? When were you clapping? When were you dancing? When Shabbos was going to begin. That's the image of a Kabbalah Shabbos. That's what was instituted for all of us. Kabbalah Shabbos is relatively recent. It's the great Kabbalists and mystics of Tzfat. 16th century and beyond, who introduced Kabbalah Shabbos. The Tanoim and Amoraim, the Rishonim, they daven Mincha, and then they daven Marav, and they went home and they ate. We have the gift of a Kabbalah Shabbos, which is a group of Tehillim that have been combined for us to not say, but for us to sing and dance to. That's what Kabbalah Shabbos is for. That's what it's all about. Says the Salam Rebbe, that's the origin of the custom that many have not to say Shira Shiram on Erev Shabbos, but to sing Shira Shiram on Erev Shabbos. person is so excited, who's so happy, who's anticipating something so great, has a bounce in their step, has a melody on their tongue, can't stop singing. That's the atmosphere, that's the environment, that's the attitude which is assumed for us to have on Erev Shabbos, to be moved to not say, but to sing Shira Shiram. As Chazal tell us, the Mishnah Yadayim, all of our writings, all of our sacred texts, they're all holy. But Shirashirim, the image of a husband and wife, of a romantic longing, the song of songs, of romance, of what we're about to experience with Hashem for the next 24 hours, that's Kodesh HaKadoshim. That's the Holy of Holies. A song on our lips and a dance in our step and Kabbalah Shabbos to be able to greet and to welcome 
this great gift, a gift, Chazal call it a gift, that Hashem stored for us, that Hashem reserved exclusively for us. In our generation, we can appreciate that more and more. We look around the world, a world that is so fragmented and divided, a world that is so distracted, a world that desperately could use a 25-hour reprieve. We are B'nai Malachim, we're children of royalty, but we don't have to leave the palace or disavow our relationship to the queen in order to have peace. It's the opposite. We go into the palace and we remember that we're royalty and that's what elevates and enriches us. It's that royalty to give us the happiness and the serenity that only Shabbos can provide. Mirza Shem will continue next week.